the weather's going to be changing a little bit. Uh, we'll look at that in just a little while. Good morning, Eric Carpenter here. This is KCVL, KCRK, a little, a little after 10 past 7. Cloudy skies. It cleared off uh, late yesterday, then clouded back up. Uh, just a little below freezing as we start the day off. A rock slide just north of Kettle Falls. The Department of Transportation worked overnight, and they've got one lane open with alternating traffic. This on State Route 25 near Pinkston Creek Road. Again, one lane is open uh, late yesterday afternoon. Um, they did have a rock slide close both lanes. They had to uh, detour on Williams Lake Road. They do expect uh, to get both lanes open maybe around 8 o'clock this morning. We'll let you know as they continue work on that uh, slide. Uh, rock and uh, mud debris coming down on uh, Highway 25. Again, the Pinkston Creek area yesterday. One lane open here this morning. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. Well, the House Republicans, forgetting the majority in the House, didn't get their act together too well. They, uh, a little bit of chaos going on in Washington, D.C., trying to get a new Speaker of the House. And they adjourned late yesterday. Now they've had another vote and still don't have a uh, a chair. We talked with Dave Workman, senior editor at the Second Amendment Foundation, about this topic. I think a little adult supervision is necessary right now in the House. You've got 20 people. I'm sure that their intentions are good, but that's what the road to hell was paved with. They are opposing the wishes of 200 of their colleagues who want to install Mr. McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. Now, they have got to get off the bench and get in the game. There is way too much work for the Republican-controlled House to do to spend any more time on this. The other person problem is that you never see Democrats doing this sort of thing. If they have squabbles, they take care of it in conference. They take care of it in a caucus meeting. They don't do this in public. They stand together, whereas Republicans, they seem to love to get into a mud ball fight all the time over this stuff. You know, they just barely eked out a majority in the November 8th election. They ought to keep that in mind and start behaving themselves and settle any differences they have with Kevin McCarthy in conference, in caucus, in private meetings, where they'll never be able to get a majority again, at least not in our foreseeable future. McCarthy seems to have the majority. He has something like 200 votes, and there are 20 people 
who don't want to support this, they've got to grow up and move forward. They really do. They've got some legitimate concern. I have no doubt that some of the things that are bothering them certainly bother a lot of people. That's why they got elected. So, you know, we can't downplay that at all. But no, we don't always agree on everything. But the people who are involved in this, it's not an attempted coup. It's a resistance. It's a rebellion, maybe. At some point, I think they have to look at not their own interests, but the interests of their constituents and the interests of the American public. The Republicans got control of the House by a very slim margin. And the people who voted for them and helped give them power want such things done as an investigation into Hunter Biden. They want investigations into, say, FBI corruption, perhaps. The laptop controversy, why was that kept under wraps? There's all kinds of things that the Republicans could be and actually should be doing. Reducing taxes, for example, fighting inflation, doing something about the border situation. Instead, they've spent the last hours embarrassing McCarthy, who may or may not be qualified to be speaker. I, you know, he's been around a long time. He's got the backing of a lot of people, including Jim Jordan, who played the adult in the room by getting them to say, hey, you know, I'm not interested in being speaker and I'm supporting McCarthy as the speaker of the House. That should have been a signal to some of his colleagues to just cool it and straighten their differences out behind the scenes. There are a lot of people, and I may be kind of one of them, who think it would be a great idea idea if nothing gets done in Congress. But uh, seriously, there could be that problem. And the media is just loving this because the media does not like the Republican Party. This is going to be kicked around in the headlines for a very long time, no matter how it turns out. And the Republicans are going to be shown as the party in disarray. The Democrats are just sitting back, relaxing, eating their popcorn and watching this because it's almost like they're trying to implode. It's not a good image to present not only to the United States, but to the rest of the world. We've got to have a unified government to advance the interests of the American people, because there's a lot of stuff that's going on that a Republican majority could easily address. All they got to have is a Speaker of the House to assign committee positions and start taking care of business. And the longer this stuff continues over McCarthy, the shorter the time they're going to have in order to really get something done. All right. That's Dave Workman. We talk with him on occasion uh, primarily about Second Amendment issues. Uh, the former president, Donald Trump, renewed his support for McCarthy, but... Well, in the votes, that didn't make much difference. Uh, some of the conservative Republicans are saying that Trump should actually tell McCarthy to drop out. Not going to happen. Um, McCarthy, McCarthy uh, the conservatives don't think he's tough enough to battle Democrats. Well, Kathy McMorris Rogers, she has supported uh, McCarthy. She is not one of the... Uh, handful that uh, are opposing him but uh, right now you know you you would have had high hopes that uh, uh, they know they knew they had they were going to have the majority that they were going to have to pick a speaker but uh, as a party kind of dysfunctional which is too bad for top-notch customer service and unmatched choices in insurance products, you can depend on the folks at Guide Insurance Services in Colville for home and auto, farm, life, health, 
personal and business insurance policies, call for a free quote and take advantage of rates, benefits, and services designed to give you more for your money. Call Guide Insurance Services today at 684-5850 or stop in at the Town Center Building, 298 South Main, Suite 101. Well, holidays are over. The kids went back to school this week. Let's get an update from the Kettle Falls School Superintendent, Michael Olson. They've got a couple of levies coming up this spring. We're running two levies, the EPNO levy, which is educational programs and operation. That's the levy that funds things, everything from security and technology to our music program, our ELC and instructional support, funds staff, funds athletics and activities, backfills what quite honestly, what the state doesn't backfill. That one is $1.98 per thousand of home value. And then we're running a school levy. One of the things we're hoping to be able to add with this levy is a school resource officer through a local agency, reminding the citizens of the Kettle Falls School District to vote by February 14th. Neither one of these levies are new. These are the levies that were approved in 2019. We're running a capital projects levy that is 49 cents per thousand. And that will allow us to maintain the recent security improvements that we have been able to do, upgrade the communication systems, make other security improvements as identified by the community, help us maintain and upgrade our network systems, provide instructional software. Also, one of the big projects for that capital project levy is replacing the elementary school library annex roof. That roof is far past its expected lifespan and we'd like to replace it before it starts leaking and then make other facility improvements. You know, our elementary school opened in 51 and our middle school opened in 57 and a lot of the systems within those schools are unchanged. And so we have quite a bit of need to improve our facilities. All right. We'll be talking uh, tomorrow a little bit more about the new school resource officer at the Kettle Falls Schools. Saunders Furniture is taking a page out of Canada's book this year with Boxing Day sales throughout the store. Saunders is bringing in the new year with new styles, savings, and selections from the World Furniture Market. It's out with the old and in with the new, so to speak. It's the January clearance sale going on now through January. Save up to 75% off on select items that have got to go. Look for the yellow tags now through January at Saunders Furniture. All right, earlier in the week we talked about sturgeon in Lake Roosevelt and the studies going on. Let's get some more information uh, from the tribes about uh, sturgeon and the studies that are going on. There were two aspects to the telemetry program. One was on larger fish, and then the second aspect is on the Colville Confederated Tribes. Specifically, we're implementing a juvenile telemetry program and so this program is where we've tagged some fish that we took to the hatchery so we caught them as wild larvae we took them to the sherman creek hatchery in kettle falls the folks at sherman creek hatchery reared them for a couple of months and then we put these little tiny tags on them and we turned them loose into that small area at the north end of marcus flats and within that telemetry program, we can estimate movement rates of these fish, and we can also fish different kinds of gears to see if they encounter them and what the capture rates are. So this helps us understand how efficient we are at capturing those life stages. 
And the way that this works is there's a whole grid of receivers within that small area. And we use detections of a single signal from each tag to triangulate their position using the speed of sound in water. And these tags are sending out a signal every two seconds. And so we can hopefully get positions of these fish within that grid at least one every few minutes so we can actually know how and where and how fast they're moving. One other thing I wanted to add about the hatchery program is that in 2011, we switched from spawning wild adults. We used to go out and catch the adults and spawn them in the hatchery. We would then release the adults and then their offspring. But in 2011, because we were catching so many of those larvae two weeks post-hatch that were naturally produced, we transitioned to where that program is completely supported by wild-caught larvae. So, so the adults get to spawn in their natural locations. They get to choose their own mates. And then we just capture their drifting offspring or a subset of them and bring them back to the hatchery, grow them until they're big enough to where they're going to survive well and then put them back into the reservoir. And originally this hatchery program was meant to just fill in the gaps because there was not enough recruitment. But early on in the program, we had higher survival rates than we initially thought we might. And so it's been able to support the fishery that's been established since 2017. And then once we established the fishery, we now collect additional fish to rear in the hatchery to stock just to support the fishery moving forward. It used to be only in the spring, but because we found that fish that are released at a larger size survive at a higher rate, we've selected a size that balances hatchery infrastructure and survival. So in order to meet those sizes, there are releases at different times of the year right now. But ideally, we like to release in the spring just at the start of the growing season. All right. I tell you what, if you do any fishing at all and you're hearing, you know, this can be so complex in getting this sturgeon fishery back up and going well on Lake Roosevelt, a lot of technology that goes into uh, having this fishery. So hope you enjoy the information. We're going to talk tomorrow a little bit more about the recovery efforts for the white sturgeon at Lake Roosevelt. A forest health message to all timber landowners. Insects, disease, and suppressed stands of timber have created an unhealthy forest environment that is susceptible to wildfire. Forest health is a concern to our community and to us at Vaughan Brothers Lumber. To discuss the possible options available for your timberland, call our experienced forestry team at 509-684-5071 for a free on-site consultation or look us up on the web at www.vagenbrothers.com. That should be really interesting uh, uh, Sunday afternoon. Bobby Wagner making his first trip back to Seattle since he signed with his hometown Los Angeles Rams during the offseason, that following a decade with the Seahawks. Of course, Wagner partying with the Seahawks was not the smoothest thing. Uh, Seattle cut ties with him last March. It was an abrupt, impersonal transaction that uh, didn't set well with Bobby Wagner. Um, 
The Rams, pretty much a disappointment this year, but they have had an outstanding season from the 32-year-old Wagner. So we'll see how it goes. Sunday's game, it is absolutely must win for the Seahawks. Seahawks win. They still might be in the playoffs. Seahawks lose. The season is over. It is a... Oh, man. 11 o'clock, um, 11 o'clock pregame, 125 is going to be the kickoff time for uh, the Rams and the uh, Seahawks. Should be a good game. Seattle wins. They have to sit and wait and see how Green Bay does in the Sunday night game. Green Bay wins, Seattle's out, Green Bay loses or ties, Seattle is in the playoffs. We'll have that game Sunday on 92.1 KCRK. High school basketball tonight on KCRK, uh, Upper Columbia and Kettle Falls, 6 o'clock and 7.30. Earl Adams will have the play-by-play on that. We'll also have Colville at Medical Lake and Colville at Lakeside Friday and Saturday. A lot of high school basketball this week. The WSU Cougars, they are in action this evening. That'll be in Tempe, Arizona. Take on Arizona State. 4.30 pregame, tip-off at 5 o'clock. Cougar basketball, that'll be on KCVL. Again, that starts at 4.30 this afternoon. On Saturday, the Cougars take on Arizona, Pac-12 action. That'll be a 2 o'clock tip-off, 1.30 with the pregame. Cougars at Arizona down in Tucson on Saturday. Next week, it'll be Wednesday and Saturday games down in Pullman. A lot of basketball going on this week. Of course, Seahawk football on Sunday. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Tri-County Stove and Spa, featuring quadrifier, wood pellet, gas stoves, and fireplaces. Enjoy the beauty and efficiency of a quadrifier heating stove. Visit Tri-County Stove and Spa, 2088 North Highway. Freezing rain and snow is a possibility beginning... uh, Late morning, near noon, and running till about 5 tonight. A high temperature today reaching 35 degrees. We're not expecting a lot of snow, a half inch maybe at the most. A slight chance of overnight snow, an overnight low of 31, 36 for the high tomorrow. Mostly cloudy on Friday, but by Friday night, into Saturday and Sunday, it is rain and snow every day. It's not going to be anything like Northern California or Southern Oregon where they are getting like 10 to 12 inches of rain in a day. And, of course, up around Lake Tahoe, that means they're going to get, you know, three, four more feet of snow They have got a lot of snow up around Lake Tahoe right now. Um, 
snow, rain likely Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. In fact, all the way into Wednesday next week, still a a chance of rain or snow. Temperatures are going to be fairly mild for uh, this time of the year. Uh, Mid and upper 30s for high temperatures and overnight lows just below the freezing mark. Tri-County Stove and Spa, they've got a lot of locally crafted gifts and home decor on display in the store. Stop in, take a look. Any questions about uh, Quadrifier, give them a call. 684-2000. Tri-County Stove and Spa. We have winds right out of the north. Steady at 8 miles an hour, gusting higher. The barometers drop back down to 29.92. We are starting the day off here at the radio station right at the freezing mark. We have 32 degrees here at the radio station. No travel problems if you're heading over to Republic today. Sherman Pass looking pretty good. Uh, Just a little bit cooler. They are showing 28 degrees uh, this hour up on Sherman Pass. 7.32. It's a Thursday. Man, quickly making it through the first week of the year. Eric Carpenter at KCVL KCRK.